another day, another failed defence by India of a total. No matter the format, seems to be happening. Uh, we'll discuss Australia's great win in the first T20 uh, that happened last night um, and a couple of other things that are happening in cricket at the moment. In particular, some changes in rules in one-day cricket, which will be interesting to chat about. So we'll start with that and then go into the cricket. And then in our little segment at the end, our takes, we'll look at our best left-handed 11 of players that we've watched, both Nash and I, both around 30 years of age, giving our age away. But um, players that we've watched, so we'll talk about our 11. Um, and in saying that, I welcome our co-host Nash to the podcast today. How are you, mate? I'm good. I'm good. I can see the Australian jerseys out. Um, That's right, mate. Yes. Yeah, it was a it was a good game. It was a great game, to be fair. 2007 jersey as well, just to rub, rub, rub it in that. a little bit more. <laughs> I can see that. That was back when Australia was in its golden era. Not anymore. <laughs> uh, look, the T20 World Champions, you know, you look, talk talk to us with bit of respect okay so <laughs> we'll see that we, we'll see about that in a month's time we'll see no nah, but it's 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 good to be it's good to be back um second yeah. episode of the second season and um mm. some good cricket being played all around the world and um especially in pakistan as well um but firstly yeah. let's let's start with the new uh change in rules um from yeah yeah have a list through those and then yeah we we'll, we'll discuss those it'll be interesting yeah, absolutely. So the biggest one, the first one um, is that batters returning when caught. So when a batter is out caught, um, the new batter will come in regardless of whether the previous two batters had crossed or not. Yep. Um, so previously, obviously, for those um, new to cricket or those who don't quite understand the rule, um, if me, uh, if I was batting and Shabel was batting at the other end and if I hit the ball in the sky and we crossed, then Shabel would take the strike um, and the new batter will go at the non-strike. Whereas according to the new rule, um, doesn't matter whether you have crossed, the new batter has to take the strike. So yep. it, it, it does bring a bit of sort of um, different element to, to the sport, uh, especially in the shortest format. Um, as you know, in the shortest format, balls, dot balls are like gold and, even in T20s, new the new batter will take sort of four balls to get settled in. Yeah. Um, so it'll be it'll, it'll be interesting to um, see how that you know how the teams cope up with that. The second one is um, using of the saliva to polish the ball, which was you know um, back when COVID um, started two years ago. ICC made a rule that no saliva to be used, and they pretty much said let's keep it going. So let's make it permanent. Um, no change there. And then, so now the third rule is, and I, I want to get your your thoughts on this one, is the incoming batter, how much time they take to face the ball. Um, mm. so previously, it was 90 seconds throughout all the formats. Mm. Mm. Now, what they've done is for the test and the ODIs, they've gone two minutes. And for mm -hmm. T20s, they have kept 90 seconds. So mm -hmm. I, I personally think two minutes is a long time uh it's, yeah it's you should, too much you, you should you should be out there uh, quicker yeah. than that it's actually too yeah. much um especially mm -hmm. batters like manas who take forever to leave the leave the crown um <laughs> i think, <laughs> I, think yeah. I, I, i've seen the way he just lingers around once he's out i think um you know two minutes it's not going to help sort of improve the pace of the game 
Um, yeah. The next one is, so this is a this is an interesting one. Um, strikers' right to play the ball. Uh, that's what the rule is called. It's not the official name of the rule, but that's what it's been described as. So this is this is the restricted. This is restricted so as to require some part some part of their bat or person to remain within the pitch. Should they venture beyond that, the umpire will call and signal dead ball. Any ball which would force the batter to leave the pitch will also be called a no ball. So basically, when the batter thinks they are not ready and the ball is running in, they have to be completely off the pitch for it to be called a dead ball. Um, so they can be nowhere near the ball or the pitch. This is my understanding of the rule. I don't know how you yeah. interpreted that, but mm, this is my mm. understanding of the rule. Yeah, that's similar to, to what I think as well. A batter's movement will be restricted to within the pitch or the delivery. Is that also when um, uh, when they're playing a shot as well and they get maybe too far across and they end up uh, uh, off the pitch? Or, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. that The way I read it is, is strictly to do with sort of dead balls when they're not ready, I think. So how, how you, uh, if you imagine previously... If if I'm coming into ball and you're not ready, you're sort of yeah 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 I understand that yeah yeah you got to go off the pitch completely. But yeah. this talks about a, a batter's movement. Exactly. So I'm um, I'm still a bit confused with that. Is that in so, the in the in the stroke play? I don't know if someone can uh, can because um, I've I haven't looked in these in detail today. Um, but but yeah, it's interesting. Uh, you know, we've all got our little interpretations on these rules. Yeah, absolutely. When I think of a batsman's movement, I'm thinking when he's in the shot. Yeah, you know what I mean. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, we might have to um, just yeah clarify that a little bit more. But they're interesting. I think I've got another one here. Bowlers. I don't know if you 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 can continue to list them, but um, yeah, I can. I can. Yeah. Yeah. So the next one was unfair movement by the fielding side, and I've yeah. been, I've been a culprit of this. So <laughs> I've I've captained I've captained a few sides, and I've stayed in and I've uh, you know I've stood in slips, um, covers point. Um, sort of these close-in fielding positions, and I've, I've actually I learned this from Stephen Fleming, who used to do this quite a bit in when he used to stand in slips, if you remember, um, the New yep. Zealand captain. So yep. the rule states that any unfair or deliberate movement while the baller is running into ball could now result in the umpire awarding five penalty runs to the batting side. Wow. Yeah. In addition of it being called a no, dead ball. So calling um, the batsman shit. You've got yeah. a small window to do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's basically if you're standing at first slip and sort of moving towards second slip while the ball is running, and that's basically five runs to the um to the batting side. Interesting. Um the next interesting one... when when say, for example, however, when when a I, I I guess this isn't unfair to say this, but but say, you know, when you're in a spinner's bowling and the batsman sets up for a sweep shot and exactly. then the slip fielder runs. Exactly. Does that apply to that or? Well, I don't think that's unfair. It's just anticipating yeah. where the ball's going to go. You, 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 you're you're this, moving after the ball's being bowled, I guess. Exactly. And and this states that while the ball is running in. So if that's, if the, yeah, fair if enough. The ball, yeah, is, yeah. ball is running in and then you move, mm. I think that's, that's when this is for. Um, yep. The last two um, major rule changes. One is, um, the last one is going to cause a lot of trouble, but the this one, I've, I yep. actually was surprised that this was a rule. I have played cricket pretty much all my life since I was seven and yep. baller throwing towards the strikers and before delivery. I never knew as a bowler I could do that. 
So basically what the rule states is previously a bowler who saw the batter advancing down the wicket before entering their delivery stride, mm. throw the ball to attempt the run out at the striker's end. I mm. honestly did not know that. Did you know that? At the striker's end? Yeah, exactly. So, no, I wasn't so, aware of that. So, if I so say the batsman's walking down the wicket, I can throw the ball. Exactly. Before, instead of bowling. Before, before you're in your delivery stride. So before you actually mm. get into your action. No, I, didn't, I wasn't aware of that. And if you, exactly, I did not know this as well, which is, yeah, <laughs> I, I was really surprised by this. Um, but now, unfortunately, now you can't, I, I've also never seen anyone do that. Um, Can you imagine it just throwing the ball? Yeah. So, so if I'm a, if I'm a baller and if I see yeah. someone advancing down the wicket, I could just stop before my action and just throw the ball. Yeah. 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 No, I, I that, could. That, that's, that, that, that doesn't. That doesn't make uh, for good cricket, that. Well, that, that's actually a good segue into the last one, which is uh, which was called <laughs> man, man cutting. Yeah. Um, I'm all for it, to be honest. I, I've been a bowler all my life. And if I yep. see anyone taking unfair advantage, I'll go for it. I have, I really don't care yep. what anyone says. And this yeah. is now moved from the unfair play section, which it used to sit there. It was yep. never. It was never not a rule. It was always a rule. It was in the law books. Yeah, it was. Just yeah, moved to an actual run out section from an unfair play section. Yep. Imagine explaining these to a non cricket fan or oh. someone who's starting out. In yeah, the game. absolutely. So, <laughs> so, so some of these are even confusing us. <laughs> <laughs> what what oh, do man. you think? I I want to get your opinion on this mm. because um, you being in, there's been quite a few sort of, um, country based opinions on this and um mm. i've come from obviously i come from india and i'm all for it uh, yep. but you've stayed in australia where it's been you could say it it, it can go either way but yep. i want to get your opinion on this um oh i mean the i can understand why they banned saliva um just given the world we live in at the moment but uh, it feels like yeah, that that was a, a big part of cricket growing up, you know, and, and it's a big part of generating reverse swing and ensuring that there's a battle between bat and ball. Um, can you rely on sweat only to keep the ball in, you know, uh, in, in, in a condition where you can get enough reverse swing? That's my question because I want to make sure that there's enough. I would be wanting to make sure there's enough of a battle between bat and ball. And when the ball gets older, it's not just going straight down, gun barrel straight, and it's easy to hit. So um interesting with the batter's movement one i think uh there's a little bit of confusion in my mind as to, to what that means is you know if you you know you, you move, you're not ready or you see someone you know behind the sight screen you have to move all the way off the pitch um if you're on the pitch and the bowler bowls the ball you're out in that, that might cause some problems yeah that that is particularly my of it. but but only that as well say someone walks behind the side screen just as the bowler's in their delivery stride how are you gonna have enough time to move up the pitch yeah that's correct. You know, the, the bowler bowls it and it knocks your stumps over and you're out, but someone's distracted you just before the bowler's bowled the ball. The way I understand that rule as well is the, is the batter's movement restricted within the pitch also maybe talks about their shots. I don't know. Might have to look into that one a little bit more. Unfair and deliberate movements, that's fine. I, I understand that. It, it, you know, there's no room for that in the cricket. If you want to call the batsman shit or get under his skin or her skin, uh, you can do that in between deliveries. Um, 
man coding it's fine um i wasn't the biggest fan of it unlike you um i don't like to see it but i can understand but why you do it here's here's yeah exactly understand here's why you do one, it here's one question i ask everyone who says that they yeah. don't want to see it oh you've come why, prepared why <laughs> why do you not want to see it? like is it not unfair on the bowler that the non-striker is almost halfway down the track? Like, if you can't allow for bent arms, you definitely can't allow that. No, no, I understand. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I'm thinking it's a bit of a gray area because the batsman's backing up naturally and you're in your delivery stride and you stop, the batsman's going to naturally walk out. This is what I'm talking about. It's a bit of a gray area here. Yeah. If the batsman's walking out and you can see him before you're in your delivery stride, 100%. Yeah. You've got an issue like what with R. Ashwin in the famous one in the IPO on Butler. When Ashwin was delivering the ball, was supposed to deliver the ball, Butler was still in his crease. He walks out, Ashwin stops, and I'm not a biggest, I don't like that yeah. personally. Yeah. Because when the I, ball was meant to be delivered, Butler is, is just naturally, he's got his bat in his crease, but he's, yeah. that's why there's just a little bit of a, it could go yeah, either way. I, that one. I, I agree with that 100%. Like it, it, it depends <laughs> on the timing and when, when Correct. you do it. Correct. But, if but, the batsman's clearly cheating and trying to make ground, by all yeah, means. Yeah, by all but means. Here's, and here's my question to you. Two questions, actually. One is you're a captain of a team and one of your bowlers does this. Mm. Um, would you sort of go with the appeal or would you say, nah, it's not? Let's just st- step back. You know what? It depends in my mind if the non striker is doing it deliberately. Well, it doesn't matter to be honest, really, does it? Like, like that, that, that's where my question comes in. Does it? Yeah, does, it's a hard one. It, it, the probably, the I'll probably go with the appeal. I'll probably go with the appeal because you know it's in the rules and exactly. Um, you know, he's left his crease and we can run him out. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and here's my for here's my second question. Um, further on that question is mm. now all these international cricketers who say, especially the English cricketers who have been like the biggest. <clears throat> Sorry, biggest deniers of this. Um, I, I specifically remember, you know, Stuart Broad and James Anderson, all these people saying, oh, I'll never do this. This is not within the cricketer, you know, spirit of the game. And Stuart Broad should be the last person who should be talking about spirit of the game. But um, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. uh, here's my question to all these cricketers. If now let now it's clear it's you know it's not great it's black and white in the rules yeah it's yeah. it's ink on paper now that you can yep. do it mm. you're you're four runs away like you're from losing a world cup of course in the final will you do it that's the quite that's the obvious 100 percent. yeah it's in the yeah. rules now so if you do it no one can say it's not in the rules no one's word means anything until it um you know you're placed in a high pressure situation exactly or to try keep an Ashes series alive. I, I completely understand. Exactly. I, know, I know what you're saying. Yep. And I I think Broad would is the kind of person he he would be the first one to do this. Yeah. Like he would be the first one to I could see him be, doing it. Be, bend anything to get his way and sort of win a game. Yeah, no. He's done it before. Yeah. And then you, you know what? Like, There's nothing wrong with that. It's exactly. all about winning. Yeah. It's all about winning. as long as hang on. Let me Back finish. Up. As long as you do it within <laughs> the rules. Bancroft would disagree, but yeah, it came to my mind as well. But as long as you do it within the rules, and this is in the rules, so yeah, you didn't let me finish. (laughs) (laughs) 
And then that last rule, I didn't even know it existed in the first place. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's a, a bad of me to not know that. I don't know. But yeah. I didn't think you could throw down the uh, non-striker stumps before. Anyway, I'm not. And, and and there's oh. one more there's one more rule which was actually implemented back in January in T20s, um, mm. which states in game penalties for short like sh- sort of um, slow over rates. Yeah. So what it does is basically the in match penalty was introduced in January of 2022, whereby the fielding side, if they fail to bowl their overs in the in the given mm. time, um it leads to an additional player coming into the circle. So sort of going back on the power play. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Now this will be adopted in ODIs after the World yep. Cup. So after yep. the next year's World Cup, this will come into play in ODIs. I haven't seen it. This it says the penalties will be, it says the penalties will be applicable after the Super League. Is that after the, will it be introduced in the World Cup then? Or is it after the World Cup? I, I think after the World Cup. That's because it says after the Super League ends, which that ends before the World Cup. So, yeah, but interesting. I don't know. Like the way that's, I read that's it, probably one thing we need to look at as well. That that's what that, the article so states. That's the Super League end with the World Cup, and that new Super League starts because the World Test. Well, the, the, the purpose of ending. the purpose of the Super League is to is for context around the World Cup, right? Qualification for the World Cup. Yep. So when the Super League ends, the World Cup starts. So when it says the Super League ends. Will these rules be applicable then for the World Cup? So I, I think that's one I, thing to I get priority want, on. I, I want them like a brand new after World Cup because you, yeah, I agree with you there. Introducing something brand new in a World yeah, Cup yeah. sounds strange. Yeah, um, I would like to see. Does that, that mean uh, they talk about slow over rates for T Twenty internationals? So that that keeps the SEAT timeout in the uh, IPL safe. <laughs> Uh, don't go there. I hate that. that, that I hate uh, talking about talking about uh, overrates. We need to look at those in the T Twenty leagues as well. Yeah. By the way, yeah, not just the internationals. They are shocking. That, that's how you make. How long doesn't? How, how long doesn't? Oh, it's true. It's uh, the longer the broadcast is, the better it is for the yeah. you know the broadcasters are paying the big well, money. And with the with the the rights deal that we saw earlier in the year, we might even get longer IPL matches now. Exactly. And and that's going to happen like I, even if, I enjoy I enjoy watching IPL, but it's terrible time and yeah. the matches go on for four something hours. Yeah. For and it's, it's it's going anyway. to happen across all sports as you know it's, yeah. it's starting to happen in Australia as well, where you, you saw the massive mm. deal AFL struck with Channel Seven um yep. for billions of dollars. It's 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 bound to happen. Um longer and, broadcasting and, time, more value for the broadcast. Exactly, exactly. Um, but you need anyway. to make sure your product is still good. But that's Absolutely. what I would say. Absolutely. Um, very interesting discussion there. Before, very interesting discussion before, on the rules. Before we actually, um, it was good to touch on these rules um, mm. coming into play from 1st of October, actually. Um, so the India, Australia yep. and the current games are not being played under these rules, obviously. Um, before we move on to India versus Australia and the other games, I want to quickly mm. touch on Temba Bawuma. And Dean Elgar going unsold in the South African T20 league. So yes, the, he is, I was he vocal is, about this. He is a mm. captain of the national mm. T20 side, captaining the team in the World Cup. <laughs> Dean Elgar, maybe I can understand. He has like he is probably in the same league as Pujara. Um, but yeah. Temba Bawuma, tell me about it. It didn't surprise me that he's he went unsold. 
um, that's not to say he's a bad player in general. I think he's suited to test cricket. I think South Africa missed him in England in tests. He's got that fighting spirit in test cricket. But in T20, he's not a suited player for that format. Um, that, that That's interesting where your captain doesn't get picked in an auction for your own domestic league. That has to send a message. Who does that send a message to? That that was going to be sort of my main question yeah. to you. Is, it sends a question that... to the to, to the selectors for South Africa. You exactly. got this guy captaining, and um, you know, look, say Rassi van der Dusen, who's out uh, of the of the World Cup with injury. Say he was there, and and uh, you know, you got Reza Hendricks, who was in career best form recently for South Africa. He was hitting multiple fifties in a row at a very good strike rate. You're going to keep one of these guys out for Bavuma to come in. There may be another talent that's that's rising in, the, in South African cricket as well. So I look at South Africa, so they've got so much power in that lineup, but how does Bavuma fit into that side and can he contribute effectively with the bat? Exactly. The, the franchises obviously don't think so. Um, in saying, look, I did say oh, it's not a surprise that he went unsold, but there is an element of surprise in my mind to say not one team could find a spot in their squad for him still. That, that, that's yeah. a bit surprising. But the fact that he went unsold, uh, when you look at him as a T20 player, I can understand why. Yeah. But I thought I, someone, maybe one team might have wanted to have him there for his leadership qualities and his experience. Exactly. But he's, he's experienced, to be fair, oh, you know. <clears throat> He's experienced and he he has yeah, yeah, yeah. good leadership qualities. He's done very well as a captain of South Africa. He's done yeah. well as a leader, yeah. bringing the team together. They had that issue with Quinton de Kock last year. They got through that. He's done well. Yeah. But I'm talking about as a T20 player. I don't know if he strikes. I think he strikes under 125. The average is uh, in the 20s. So when you look at um, you know the need for impact in T20 cricket now, um, you got your captain there, who doesn't quite epitomise that. Yeah. Well, you know what? Similar in to a... Steve Smith. Similar to Steve Smith in uh, in Australian circles, we've got that similar yeah. question around Smithy um, in in Australia. So interesting. And and you know what? In a month's time, we'll probably know whether it was the um, franchise scouts who were wrong, or whether it was the South African selectors. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because South Africa, for me, have got a good ch- chance in this World Cup. They have a fantastic team. Yeah, they do. I think Legit. They, they, they're going to be in, in, I feel they're going to be in the top four. Um, mm. But but let's let's see. It's how well I think Bavuma leads and uh, bats. I think that's going to be important. If he takes up deliveries uh, and doesn't get going, that's going to hurt. He needs yeah. to play with a lot of um, intent. That's going yeah. to be yeah. important. Um, so speaking of intent, there was plenty of it last night. Um, as Australia chased down over 200 against India. I think that's Australia's fourth T20 international win in India in a row, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so that's quite significant. Uh, and I watched a bit of it uh, during the night. My son woke up as the uh, death overs were approaching. So it's excellent timing from the little Perfect man. Perfect timing. It's going to be a <laughs> to, batter. To, <laughs> to wake up. Uh, and I thought, why not put him to sleep and, and see what's going on in the cricket and, uh, I thought that the batting was really good. I was thrilled to see Cameron Green do well, but I thought some of the bowling at the death was pretty shocking. What do you reckon? Yeah, I think bo- both teams. Um, there was um, especially, mm. I did not expect, like, 
I didn't. I, I really wanted Ashdeep to play. Um, is he in the squad for this series? I don't think so. He should be. Um, Absolutely, he should be. Agree. And he, him, Bumrah, and Booby should be the three mm. bowlers. I think we discussed this last week, didn't we? We yeah, thought Harsha exactly. Patel could be the one to miss out. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I, I read a stat um, somewhere just now before jumping on um, that mm. Harshal Patel has given. Um, 28 sixes or 22 sixes, sorry, 28 sixes this year alone. And Bowie's given 28 sixes overall in his career in T20. You mean Boomer or Bowie? Bowie. So, uh, you know, it, T20 internationals. Um, yeah. So, so yep. it, it, yes, Harshal Patel that, did that very paints, well. Paints for... a, a question as to, you know, is Harshal Patel suited more for your slower pitches yeah where his slower ball is very effective but when you come on a pacier wickets yeah there's a question mark there and yeah, i had I... that question mark before this game exactly and mm. to be honest the batters did very well um you know KL that's Raul... been a common that's been a common theme this absolutely. year absolutely yeah and mm. and kl Rahul showed intent um as mm. <laughs> everyone was on his um breathing down his neck he he, he can play he can yeah, play that guy. He can play some serious. He shows. has so much talent. Like he just he's got talent flowing from him. Um but but India India's what their the average first inning score this year is about 20 or 30 runs better from memory yeah. compared to last year. So the batting side of things is pretty good and I think India are batting better when they bat first. The issue is the crunch stages, those those crunch overs not nailing it at all. Absolutely. And you know what I'm I was most excited to see um, some of the shots Hardik Pandya played coming yeah. in at number five, Freak. I think it was, it was massive. Um, having yeah. him in the squad, that it's makes such a big difference. Um, yeah. ima- you know, ima- it's, it's exactly yeah. like, um, you know, it, it's so, um, he can come in and change the game at any time. He can. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was on a, I was on a, yeah, I was on a podcast before this and, and I was talking about, they asked me which player from India would, would strike fear into you. Would it be Rishabh Pant if they brought him back in? I said, yeah, but, but Hardik Pandya is the guy that really scares me. Yeah, absolutely. Like this guy can, can turn a game bat or ball, you know? Yeah, um, absolutely. Um, speaking of big hitters, um, tell me about Cam Green. Um, yeah, that, that that surprised everyone. The decision to open with him first of all. Yep. Um, and then this guy's got big levers. Eh? He's tall runs. We love that in Australia. Paid um, off. It paid off. Paid off. It was a good move, and he played brilliantly. Yeah. Um, you know, I think he had a bit of luck with a drop catch in there. Was, but, was that but his it, first game in India? In I think it was, wasn't it? I think it probably is, yeah. yeah. I don't know if he's probably toured in the past in A tours and maybe things like yeah. that. I'm not sure. But for Australia senior team, uh, I'd say, yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and wow, he played brilliantly. And it was a good move to open with him. I thought there was some some good move from Australia. You know, first of all, like playing Nathan Ellis, he had a good game. I was impressed with him. Mm. Um, bringing Zampa on early in the bowling attack. I thought that was a good move. Got Australia off to a decent start in the power play with the ball. And then opening with Cam Green, that was that was solid. Solid move. And he was brilliant. Like, you know, he's starting to do it in all three formats now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think he'll be a really good prospect um, in the coming years. And um, gun. I'm really excited to see him. He is a gun. Yeah. And, and, and shout out to, to, to Matthew Wade. 
Um, you know, I tweeted out today that he's, he's striking at 213 in the death overs of T20 International since the start of last year. We've talked about Australia needing a finisher. We've got Tim David there. We've got Matthew Wade doing the job too, you know, and we yeah. wouldn't have won the World Cup last year without him. And absolutely good on him, doing great things. Um, and and you're, you're absolutely right. He has done... Matthew Wade, um, in in that middle order, he has done yeah, a really good he's job done well. in the in the last eighteen months for Australia. Yeah, mm. uh, and he, I think he'll prove to be the key sort of piece that ever brings everything together in the World Cup. Um, especially given his experience with, with the Hurricanes, and you know, yeah, uh, what excites me um, is Australia have got some finishing options there: Maxwell, David, Wade. Uh, that that's very, very encouraging. I was speaking last year to you about the middle order from Australia is a, is a worry. Um, but I think Wade's form and now Tim David in the side and, of course, Maxwell's X Factor. There's a lot to look forward to in that regard. So if you can get that good platform from the top, that's going to hold us in good stead. So Absolutely. Um, some positive. Uh, what's, your, what's your take on the remaining two T20s? Yeah, maybe the chasing side probably has an edge in both of them. Um, I don't think uh, either side will be devastated if they lose this series, but they want to get some very good um, insights from it and learn from it for the World Cup. And I think India have got their death bowling they have to look at really closely, man, because, uh, you know, if you wanted to bowl short and into the wicket at the death, why not use Hardik Pandya at that stage? Yeah, He's the kind of guy that can bowl a heavy ball, get the ball up to the neck head region, and it's a very difficult shot to control. But instead, mm. you had Bouvi and Harshal Patel bowling half trackers at uh, half pace. And he just bowled into the slot of Matt Wade. He loves going to the leg side. And it was too easy. Yeah. It just and, it was not good planning. And next game is in Nagpur, which is probably one of the flattest pitch pitches yeah. ever. Um, so yeah. I, I'm, I'm guessing it'll be a high score. Boomer, Boomer should play that game. I think he should. Um, yeah, I was hearing he'd be back at least for the second yeah. game. So, uh, you know, the concern is India desperately need him. But um, you got to, I tweeted as well, you got to find a way. If I'm India to say I play Ashdeep Singh, he, he's probably better suited for the hard pitches where he can hit the pitch hard, but also he's Yorkers, man. He's just outstanding. And, uh, but at the moment, you know, Bhuvneshwar Kumar, you might look to use him in the power play rather than keeping him for the death and keep Bumrah um, and Ashdeep Singh for the for the death overs and then use Hardik Pandya in there as well yeah. for some effective overs in the middle. So there's questions for India to answer more with the ball, I reckon, at the moment. The batting, maybe apart from the Dinesh Kartik Rishabh Pant debate, yeah. looks pretty settled. I think that's going to be um, the 2019 number four batter, India, um, that kind of... Um, mm. Five, which which four. way would you go? Dinesh Karthik. I'd go Dinesh Karthik for now. Um, I love Rishabh Pant to bits. Um, but he why still has. With, why, why he still hasn't. Rishabh Pant still hasn't sorted his T Twenty game out. Is what I feel. Um, yeah. on the international yeah. stage, he he shows his talent in flashes, but yeah, he hasn't been consistent. No, he, I agree with you there. You know, he he doesn't have to score fifty every game, even if he does a quick fire thirty. So that fifteen balls impact. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And Dennis Karthik has done that. Yeah, and I was saying this last week, right, before we quickly move on to Pakistan, England, we are talking about last week how Rishabh Pant's role in the team isn't fully understood. 
you know, he's exactly. opened a bit. Yeah. He's done a bit in the middle overs. He's done a bit as finisher. But Dinesh Kartik's his role is finishing. So exactly. Yeah, interesting. Um, looking forward to the rest of the series. Yeah, see how it goes. Um, and and which team I think can defend a total uh, will be very uh, much a confidence booster going into that World Cup. Speaking of T20 World Cup preparations, um, more of the same, I think, from Pakistan. Caught a bit of this game um, in the sense that I'm not too surprised how they went. They, they started well with the bat. The openers got off to a good platform, but they didn't finish well. That's a big concern for Pakistan, I think, going into the World Cup. Yep. Um, I think uh, Baba Razum and Mohamed Rizwan again, they they are they have been scoring runs. They did not. They scored mm. some sort of runs in the Asia Cup as well, I guess. But uh, Baba Baba was bad in the Asia Cup, yeah. so he had he had some runs. But, but um, at least he got to the thirties this time. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know it's it's not good when you're the number one T Twenty batter in the world. And look, he's he's world class player, no doubt yeah. about it. But, it. but Pakistan. I feel their ceiling at the moment seems to be, you know, your 150s to 170 kind of score. Um, not enough input or impact from your finishes. Yeah. I think that's always been a problem. I think their top three contribute something like, what, two-thirds of their runs in the last couple of years from memory? Um, and, 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 and that's where their middle order hasn't been tested. Um, yeah, exactly. That's a big problem. And and they haven't quite figured out that combination of what it should be. Um, mm. And I think it, it's close to the World Cup now. So they have to go with the combination that they think um, is going to work uh, for them. Um, mm. But it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. Um, I think they play two more T20s. Um, no, no, they've got this uh, seven-match series against Oh, the, so this one's a, a seven-one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's six more to go here. And I don't know if they've got anything other than that as well after. I think that maybe, I don't know if they have anything else after that. Can't remember. Is this, is this the first T20 series of five or more games? Uh, I'm sure there's been five match series, but seven, probably the first. Yeah. Yeah. Takes me back to the, uh, to the days of, uh, um, you know, the seven match ODI oh, series back in the oh, days. I used to love that. I used to love yeah. that. Yeah. I still love that. Um, they've got a New Zealand tri-series against Bangladesh and New Zealand before the World Cup as oh, well. Oh, yeah. So they'll have some matches there um, as a lead-up to the World Cup as well in early October. So they've got a lot of matches. They've got a lot of games to sort some things out, and they need to, Pakistan. Um, because on their day, they can, they can thrill where they can deliver in the key moments is going to be a key question. Absolutely. England, I'm impressed with them. They've got so many players missing at the moment, but Alex Howes came back well. I'm impressed with Harry Brook. He he could be a smoky for that final England team in the World Cup. He looks very good. Yeah. Speaking of T20 cricket, the uh, the Indian women's team lost 2-1 in England, uh, but won the first ODI. And we've got a theme there where the chasing side is dominating. So it's happening mm. in the women's game as well. How would you assess as an India fan, Nash, um, India's performance so far there? I think the bright side has been Spriti Mandana's performance. Um, yeah, fantastic. She's done really well at the at the top for India for a few years now. And she's really coming into her own um, this time. And I think 
um, going into um, you know World Cup preparations for the next one, um, she's going to be really key because yeah. both Mithali Raj, obviously, Mithali Raj is not there um, anymore. I think she has to. Uh, Smriti Mandana has to really hold mm. um, hold a spot at the top and sort of anchor that innings to you know take it right down to the end, and that's going to be really important. And that that's what they should be trying in the in these coming ODIs as well. Um, it's it's sort of a hard one because I've I've seen some um, comments made about the coaching staff. Um, uh, uh, for the for the women's team and it, it's it's been a hard one because they haven't had a lot of success um yeah they've had success in patches but it's sort of getting to a stage where now it's sort of they have the board has to make a decision on whether the whether um the coaching staff stays or goes and i think the, after this england series we might see some decisions being made yeah that's interesting and i think you know next year's IPL, the women's IPL kicking off next year. That's saying again, I mean, good things for for Indian women's cricket as well. Absolutely, and, uh, yeah, for women's cricket in general because you're going to get players from from overseas playing as well, the top England players. But um, yeah, the second one day I start soon. Um, you know, if India can get a series win in that in the one days, that'd be a huge confidence booster. Absolutely, you know, and uh, India is a kind of team that's challenged Australia but can't get over the line. So it's about now how do they find ways to get over the line and win more games that they're in a good position in. Yeah. Now to a segment that I'm um, really looking forward to this week, uh, great idea from you, Nash, uh, for our takes. It's our left-handed 11 of players that we've watched. I, so, either live we or say, on TV that we have watched growing up. Basically. In our era. So yeah. can we say maybe since the start of 2000, make it easy? Or Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah, we're born in the in the nineties. Uh, so we'll say you know we we remember cricket in the early two thousands. So we'll go from there. Now this team that I've put, it's more from the top of my head. Yeah. Um, I've I've tried to, to to delve into a few stats here and there to try compare players, but I've gone with as much instinct as I can with this. And you're going to leave some great players out, but this is my team. Absolutely. I'll start this week and then I'll go with you. See what you've got. I go Maddie Hayden as my opener. Uh, Graham Smith to captain the side and open with him. The reason why I pick Smith is uh, he epitomizes fight and is an excellent leader. I go Kuma Sangakara at three. Yeah. Brian Lara at four. I go Shivnaran Chanderpaul at five. Yeah. Uh, Shakibal Hassan as my all-rounder at six. Uh, Adam Gilchrist as my keeper at seven. Uh, Wazi Makram as my uh, number eight. And swing bowl, that was an easy pick. Uh, yep. Now, the bowling, I found that maybe the trickiest. Do I pick both Zahi Khan and Shamin Vas? Or do I pick just one of them? I've gone with Shamin Vas. I'll go Mitchell Johnson. Uh, for his impact and sheer pace when yep. he was at his best. He was frightening um, and can provide impact with the bat. And I got another spin option in Rangana Herath there. Nice. Great left arm spinner. So that's my number. That's my um, my left-handed 11. Yeah. Very one. special mention. Very special mention to Daniel Vittori, 
uh, Zahid Khan, Justin Langer, um, Alistair Cook, Neil Wagner. Another left hander who has missed out. You know, some some great even oh, even oh, in the batters. Trent Bolt over Shimon Dadas. Yeah, I had yeah. I had Trent Bolt uh, during the week in my list, and then Mitchell Stark yeah. um, has has been missed. Oh, you know, has missed out. And maybe you, you could even hmm. argue Ben Stokes as an all round can't be an all rounder because he bowls right handed. Right but you yeah, could go yeah, as if, a batsman only. As a batsman, yeah. So I've, I haven't gone oh. with Graham Smith um, just because. He comes up against Zaid Khan and it's gone. He's you know, he's not going. <laughs> um yeah, do I think Trent Bolt over Mitchell Johnson or I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'll stick with that team. But um yeah, very interesting. Very hard to leave those players out. Yeah. But absolutely. I still think this is a very good left handed eleven. Yeah. That, that, that's think? a serious one. Um that's a that's a good team. Um you'd be you'd be scared to come up against that team yeah. on any day. Um I've I've gone with a similar combination, but there's a there's a few changes actually. So okay. I was um sorry, who who would be your captain in this side? Smith, Graham Smith. Yeah, sorry you said that. Um so I've gone with mm. Alistair Cook at the top. Um, yep. if I don't pick Alistair Cook, my wife will make me sleep <laughs> on the couch. She loves Alistair <laughs> Cook. Um, <laughs> um uh, but no, nah, no, nah, I've I've seriously I love um I've I haven't I I've got, I I've got a real soft spot for of, him as well. He's yeah, a I wasn't player. the biggest fan yeah. early on, but he, he grew mm. on me um, yeah. in the later stage. Yeah. So Alistair Cook to take the first. I won't, argue, I, I won't argue with you on that one. Yeah. You want to pick Alistair Cook in your team and you say he should be there, I say fair enough, you know? Yeah. And then his partner will be Matthew Hayden. That was a no-brainer. Like, you have to pick him. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, that means Justin Langer misses out. Um, you know, two of the greatest Australian Openers, it's hard, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so Alistair Cook, Matthew Hayden, number three, Kumar Sangakara, again, no brainer. Number four, mm. Brian Lara, captain. Um, yep, number five, I've gone with Mike Hussey. Um, oh, good call, can, yeah, can, absolutely. Can play anywhere in the world. Um, probably one of the oh, classiest yeah. left handers ever. I, yeah, that's I'm wearing an Australia jersey and I didn't, yeah, include Mike Hussey. <laughs> But I love Chanderpaul. He was one of my yeah, favorites exactly. growing up too. Yeah, absolutely. Mm, but good call. S- number six, I've gone Shakib Al Hassan. Um, gives me the spin option as well. Number seven, Gilchrist as the wicketkeeper. Again, no brainer. Number eight. Mm. So this might be a bit tricky, but I've gone Jadeja at number eight. Interesting. Yeah. As you know, okay. I like to bat deep. Uh, <laughs> you do. He he. In in recent times, in the last four years. Jadeja's batting form has been phenomenal. Is that and top seven his... not good enough for you, Nash? Oh, you, you, you need, you know, I, I'm an Indian. You can't sleep uh, peacefully no, uh, un, unless you know that there's not someone at number eight to bat with. Um, yeah, true. So Jadeja's well, has... got a double hundred, doesn't he? So yeah, exactly. He, he can bat. So. Yeah, so Jadeja number eight. Uh, wait for it. Wazimakram is number nine. So Number nine. Okay. And, um, Chamin Dawas, I've gone number 10. You know, he yeah. can bat a bit as well. I think he has a 90 or 100 to his name as well. Great, great bowler. Yeah, great absolutely. Bowler. Yeah. And then Zahir Khan as uh, number Fair 11. Enough. So I've gone, I've gone, I haven't gone with Mitchell Johnson because to be fair, I haven't been his biggest fan. Um, yeah, Johnson, I agree with you. It was up and down. Yeah. You know, yeah. he wasn't a consistent performer, but it's just when he was on. And he gives me this, this, um, 
variety in the attack yeah. of sheer pace. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, uh, depending on conditions, I can say Rangan Ahera, if I can, you know, replace him with Zahir. I love Zahir Khan as well. Uh, it's it's Very fun doing this. It is fun. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, listeners, if you've got, uh, you know, some ideas, let us know. Um, like us to discuss. Um, yeah, it gets you thinking. Absolutely, you it thinking does. For sure. Gets you thinking. Nash, my wrap it there. Um, thanks for your time this week. This was a lot of fun as always. Um, you know, we spoke about the the, the rules in um, in cricket today, and I, I think it'll be a good opportunity to talk soon about the future of cricket. So you know, we talk about um, you know the, the games and the, and the matches that are happening at the moment, but we also want to talk about some of the big issues in the game. So stay tuned for that. Working through that at the moment, we might have a special episode coming soon on the future of cricket. Absolutely, because um, that's a, that's a hot topic right now. Um, and yeah, whatever else comes to mind, if you've got any ideas as uh, listeners, yeah, let us know. You can contact us at, at CrickBlogPod on Instagram and uh, Twitter. Anything from you, Nash? Or wrap it all up? good. All good. I'll see you and all the listeners next week.